talk to you about something very sensitive, something that's very confused most of the time. I want to talk to you about something that is very dangerous. I want to talk to you about something that really is a life changer. I want to talk to you about something that concerns your destiny and your future. I want to talk to you about something that you often misuse, that you often believe, and it lies to you. I want to talk to you about your heart. I want to talk to you about your heart. We need to understand the functionality of this word heart biblically. Biblically. We need to understand the functionality of this word heart biblically. It's mentioned over 800 times, over 800 times throughout the Bible. The majority of it is in the book of Psalm, and the majority of it is in Psalm 119. Hallelujah. And it talks about a heart, but it's not talking about your cardiac, your cardio. Your, it's not talking about this organ. Whenever the Bible speaks about a heart, it's not talking about your organ. Hallelujah. It's not talking about the, 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 the life beat that's in your chest. It's not talking about that which funnels blood throughout your system. It's not talking about that natural, biological heart. But whenever you read about the word heart in the Bible, it's talking about your passion or your emotion. I don't hear it. Or your dedication or your commitment. I don't hear. Or your love mechanism. It talks about what gives you purpose in life. It talks about what makes your life worth living. Hallelujah. It talks about your heart. Amen. And I want you to understand that we do things, and I'll talk about that a little more as we go, but we do things really out of routine, more so than out of heart. We do things out of routine, but not necessarily out of heart. We get up and go to work out of routine. And God knows our heart's not in it. Because if we could do something else and still make a living, <laughs> a amen. You roll out of bed out of a sense of commitment, but not out of the sense of passion. Amen. And it exhausts you when your heart's not in it. It frustrates you when you're not totally, totally engaged with it. Makes you angry when you got to do it, not because you want to do it. Amen. Amen. Our heart plays a major part in our joy, in our happiness, in our completeness, our fulfillment, our wholeness, our heart. And we have learned how to function without it for a, for, for a long time. And we get half done half complete works because our heart's not totally in it. The Bible says, and let, let me take you to the writings of David, the Bible says this in Psalm 9 and 1, but I can't read all of the scriptures in, in Psalms about the heart because we would be here all night long. But I wanted to start with this one. I will, I will praise thee, O Lord. I will praise thee, but not just because it's routine, not just because you're God, 
but I will praise you because I'm attached to you. I will praise you because you are my life. I will praise you because I'm in love with you. I will praise you because you mean more to me than life itself. Hallelujah. I will praise you with my whole entire complete heart. That simply means I will praise you with all of my passion. All of my life's passion, I will praise you with my whole heart. I will show forth all your marvelous works because my heart is attached to you. I will show forth all of your marvelous works. I will work for you, serve you. I will obey you. I will commit to you. I will absolutely dedicate my existence to you and show forth your marvelous works because my heart is attached to you. My whole love mechanism is attached to you. I love you with my whole heart. I don't mind praying. I don't mind talking to you because I love you. And as a matter of fact, I can't wait to get to you. I can't wait to come in your presence. I can't wait to talk to you. You, you, you occupy my mind. You occupy a space in my life that nobody else can fulfill. I may love my wife. I may love my husband. I may love my children. But there's a place in me that cannot be filled by wife, husband, children, mother, father, sister, brother. There's a place in me that only God has. Only God has that place. And I won't share that place with anybody else. As much as I love my loved ones, there's, I will not share that place with anybody else. It is sanctified for him and him only. Hallelujah. If I lose everything in my life, it'll hurt me to my core. But if I ever lost God, it would destroy my existence. Do I have anybody here that understands? And if you're listening to me here or online and you don't have that kind of a passion, then you need to get to know God. You need to get to know God. God has some requirements for our heart. As he gave to Moses and Jesus reiterated, he said, you shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Those three elements make up your being, your solical being. Your heart, your mind, your soul make up your emotions. Your emotions are found in what? Your heart, your mind, and soul. Your emotions are found where? I want everybody young and old to say, your emotions are found where? Your heart, your mind, and soul. Your heart, your mind, and your soul are where your emotions live. And so Jesus speaks specifically to where our emotions live. Because wherever your heart is, that's where all of your passion and all of your, all of your commitment will be. So he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. That's the way that you are to love God. And that's the way that you are to commit yourself to him and his work. 
In this thing called spirituality, your soul must be connected. Your soul has got to be connected in your spirituality. No, I'm not hollering today. I want to get to your heart. I want to, there to be a heart infusement. I want them to infuse your heart with passion again. Infuse your heart with love again. Infuse your heart with, 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 with purpose again. Because when your heart has been disappointed, then your passion ebbs. And a lot of people in this thing called church are functioning, but without passion. You can tell that they, don't, they, 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 they do the nominal amount that they need to do as a Christian. Amen. You know, in leadership, they only do that which is convenient. I don't hear anybody. They only do what is convenient because their passion is not there. Amen. When you find people dragging and, and, and begrudgingly coming and working, I, well, I'm doing it. No, no, don't do it if that's your attitude. Go back to God for a heart infusion. For him to infuse your heart with purpose and passion again. Because we don't, we don't function just out of duty. We function out of passion and purpose. Amen, amen. We function out of passion and purpose. The reason why we gather together in this room and online is so that we can be infused with more purpose. So that we can sing the songs that will cause our hearts to soar. That we can hear the word that will cause us to understand life better and be able to apply it practically in our everyday life. That's why we've gathered together, not just to keep a religious duty, but so that we can be infused with more passion, more purpose. Amen. And in order to do that, the only, the only place that that can happen is in the heart. That's the only place that that can happen, the heart. The heart has got to be involved and it's got to believe God. It has to absolutely be convinced about who God is and what God promised. And the heart has got to grab a hold to it and rejoice over everything God said. Because it understands, if you believe it with your whole heart, you understand that this is for you. If you believe it with your whole heart, then you are excited because this means this is going to change your life. When I see, I, I, I had, a, I had, a, I had a, a bad habit of trying to coerce people to do jobs and to work in the kingdom. I, I, you know, why, why don't you come to church? Why don't you, why don't you get on a department? Why don't, you, why don't you become more involved? And now God has stopped me and said, no longer waste the time with people who are not receiving. No longer try to push people into a place where their heart is not. The Bible says, putting your confidence in an unfaithful man in a time of trouble is like having a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Amen. You can't push people into passionate 
productivity. You can't push people into a place of purpose. They've got to hear and they've got to want and they've got to believe and they've got to commit. And if they don't commit to God, they sure not going to commit to you. The heart, the heart is needed in order to function in the kingdom. The heart is needed in order to function in God. The heart is needed, not just your sinew, not just your ability. Your heart is needed. Jesus said that with your mouth you speak well of me, but then your heart. I can't do it with the praise of your lips. I need to do it with the passion of your heart. Uh, is anybody hearing me? Anybody can say God is good. Anybody can speak well of God. But that a heart has got to be connected. Hallelujah. In other words, Jesus is saying, I don't need your false praise. I know who I am. But what I need from you is your heart. I need your commitment. I need your passion. I need your love mechanism. I need your willingness. I need your obedience. I need your heart. Because when I have your heart, I've got you in every way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is important that we understand that our heart has got to be the main thing that is involved in our commitment with God. Our, our heart hallelujah our heart that makes us get up even when our body says no but the heart that says I've got a job that God has given me and I just want to please him and I just I, I just want to please him I'm not doing it for the pat on the back I don't care if they never call my name I'm doing this because I'm trying to please him it's not important that I get a front seat. It's not important that I get a microphone. It's not important that anybody puts me on the who's who of the church. All I want to do is please Jesus. Because if I please Jesus, I don't get an award, I get a reward. And the only way I can please, please God is with my heart. My heart has got to be towards God. My heart has got to appreciate his grace, his wonderful works, his great name. My heart has got to be so overwhelmed with him that I will go to the length of my ability to fulfill his purpose. My heart has got to be attached for me to be able to pray for people. My heart has got to be attached to Jesus for me to travail for somebody else's need. My heart has got to be attached for me to dole out food to those who don't have it. My heart has got to be attached for me to give clothing, even my best clothing, to somebody in need. My heart has got to be attached to share my finances when I'm in need of finances myself. But my heart is attached to he who will provide every one of my needs. My heart has got to be involved in the work of my life. Not just the work of perfecting faith church, but the work of my very life, my life's work, has got to have my heart attached to God. Anybody hear me? It's got to be attached to God. Another reason why my heart, another reason why my heart has got to be attached to God is because my heart is a complex thing. 
My emotions are a complex group of feelings that I don't always have control over. Sometimes my emotions control me. And the good that I would do, I don't do because my heart leads me a wrong way. My heart can be fine one moment and then take a left turn and another second. I don't hear anybody here. Jeremiah said that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Above all, who can really know the heart? But it is God that tries the reins of our heart. He's the one that grabs the reins of our hearts. That's why my heart has got to be connected to him. Because he put a bit in my heart's mouth and he turns my heart. When my heart goes left, he turns it right. When my heart wants to go down, he lifts it up. He controls the reins of my heart. My heart without God's control will get me into trouble every time. My heart without the counsel of God will cause me to make the wrong choice. And some of those choices are irrevocable. Some of those choices we got to live with for the rest of our lives. I don't hear anybody here. It's not like some of my heart's choices have just been all a flipping a, a blip on the screen. Some of my heart's choices have me to this day committed to something that I should never have done. I don't hear anybody here. I'm just taking the mask off and being transparent. Some things that we let our hearts lead us into, we are still wading through the muck right now. We're still trying to get through that river right now. We're still stuck in that clay right now. If I'm talking about you, just raise your hand and be transparent. It's okay. I'm not asking you what it is, but I'm telling you, your heart deceived you and got you there. You believed your heart. Your heart took control of your mind and your mind went down into your soul. And all three of them agreed and brought you to a point of, uh, of, of, of euphoria that you regret to this day. Oh, I know, I, I'm not getting many amens with that. Because you may be sitting next to that thing right now, but I'm just saying. No, I'm very serious. There are some things that the heart chooses and we follow that become irrevocable. That's just how powerful the heart is. It is deceitful. That means your heart will lie to you. Your heart will cheat you out of your true purpose. Yes, it will. Your heart is lazy. Your heart only grows with the thing that the lust wants. I'm talking about without God. Your heart follows what feels good. The thing that may be good to you is not good for you. And your heart doesn't pay that any attention. Your heart goes after what it wants. And nine times out of the ten, <laughs> Your heart goes after what it wants against your better interests. 
I'm gonna keep on going. I'm gonna keep on. That 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 heart is is, is dangerous. It's desperately wicked. Some things that come up in your heart, I'm like, my God, you should be put in jail just for what comes across your heart. Your heart can make you feel like you hate somebody. Your heart can make you feel like you could kill somebody. Your heart can tell you to slap somebody. Your heart can tell you to drive your car into their house. And your heart, that, 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 that comes out of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Your heart is so wicked that it will speak evil about somebody. It will speak curses about somebody. I don't hear anybody here. And then your heart will make you feel like you're justified being evil. Yes, it will make you feel like you're justified by what you did. Your heart has no remorse. Your heart will brag about what it did and find somebody else with a wicked heart. And heart to heart, you can agree with one another. And I told them so and so. And I gave them a piece of my mind. Well, that piece of your mind was corrupt. And it came corrupt because of your heart. What you need to learn how to do is to put your heart in the hands of the Lord. Oh yeah, I was talking to somebody and they would would say, I don't understand how a person can be so evil and just kill their family. I don't understand how a person can be so wicked and not even care about taking a life. I said, that's because you don't have their heart. Their heart convinced them that that was the way to take. Their heart became so angry and evil that it decided that I'm going to take them out of existence and feel good about it. Go into a church and shoot up nine people and then go to Burger King. That's a problem with the heart. Amen. No, it was demons. No, 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 it was the heart. Amen. Amen. Only the heart has the capacity to hate hate just to hate for no reason or hate because somebody broke it if you break this heart get ready for the hate that oozes out of it a broken heart oozes out hate you broke my heart I hope something happened to you you broke my heart I hope you fail in everything you do till you do right by me everything you do gonna fail Did I get any mail today? Shameless plug for color purple in December. Your heart, your heart wishes evil on people. Tell the truth, tell the truth. I've never wished evil on you, I lie. See, I tell you, your heart's deceitful. I never wish that the person that broke my heart would fall downstairs and break a toe. And some of you, when you hear about evil that happened to somebody, but that's what they get. Mm-hmm. Came back on them, didn't it? That's what they get. Mm-hmm. That's, see, I told them they, they mess with me. God don't like ugly. You laughing because you've done that. 
That's a wicked heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. That heart is nothing to play with. That heart is nothing to play with. It can become so absolutely deluded and so absolutely, uh, you know, j- j- just, just engrossed with insanity. Your mind, your heart, your soul can be so engrossed with insanity that before I see you leave me, I'll kill you dead. And I'll kill myself. Now, I can't understand either one, but that second part, I'll kill myself. See, I don't, your heart deceives you and lies. I, I, I'm making light of it, but this is a situation that is a problem. Mental, health, mental illness is a problem. And mental illness deals with the heart. Not just the mind, the mind, the soul, and the heart. And without God's control, it goes haywire. Can I talk about the the, the religious heart? there's, there's, there's There's another section called the religious heart. Amen. That gets so absolutely... Are absolutely into fantasy, spiritual fantasy, that it makes up stuff on God. And God told me. And you can look in their eyes and see that there's something wrong. And God told me. He told me. The Lord told me. With that, you just need to back away slowly. Make no sudden moves. You have to be careful with the religious heart. You have to be careful because they will think themselves to be greater than they are. And that's because their heart's been so broken that the only place that they can find any sense of importance is religiously. Whereas I, 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 I'm, I'm, I feel like nobody on a common basis. So I'll say, if God showed me, God showed me. Because nobody can really argue with God showed me. The Lord showed me. I hear from God. And that may be, you know, that may be a problem. Because most of the things that they hear from God is not biblically sound. The way that we find out whether it's really God is, is it founded in the book? And when your heart believes something spiritually that cannot be found in the Bible, that brings you into a place of delusion and hope deferred makes the heart sick. And that, these are the different things that we, we go through on, on, on a basis based on where we, where we are. And it means that we need our heart connected to God. We need to surrender our heart to God and let him control it. Let him put a bit in our mouth. And let him control our actions and our will and our being so that we can absolutely be righteous with him. 
And in order to do that, I don't know how to put this, Dr. Mackey, I don't know how to put this. In order to do that, you've got to be committed to him. Baptism, these 16 are going to be baptized, and that's wonderful. But baptism isn't the ultimate. The reason why they're baptized is because their heart is attached to God. And they're baptized because they want to be in league with God. And they're baptized because they're giving their lives to God. And they're baptized because they want to know more about God. And they're baptized because they want to be right with God. Their heart wants to be right with God. Their heart wants to be closer to God. Their heart wants to be transformed by God. Their heart wants to be inundated by God. Their heart wants to be purged and purified by God. So they're going through these liturgies. They're going through these motions to show that I am in league with God. My heart wants more of God. That is the only way that you can please God. Your heart has got to want him. You've got to love the Lord with all of your heart. Every bit of your heart. There can be no secret components, the secret compartments that are left. No, they're all of my heart. All of my mind. All of my soul has got to be committed to God and his marvelous works and his marvelous works my time is up this is a small message today with a big impact the reason the reasons why I, I, I jump on a plane and or a car, or an Uber. It's because my heart is in it. The reason why I'll grab an Uber from my house here and sit for hours is because my heart is here. Because this is the work of the kingdom. I'm, 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 not, I'm not pastoring because I'm forced to. I'm not pastoring because of a paycheck. For indeed, I did it for 16 years without an Abraham Lincoln penny. I pastored this church, this church, without a penny coming to me. For 16 years, and I was the largest giver. No, 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 no. Not because I wanted to stand up and give myself glory and boast in my own but because my heart my heart I was afraid to do this because of my heart because my fear was God if I start this I won't be able to stop because I'm not doing anything that my heart's not involved with I can look back over my life and say I'm, I've done very few things that my heart wasn't involved with. And the things that I did without my heart, I still paid the consequence for. I'll sit here for 15 hours, go home 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Hallelujah. Tell them to close up the gates. 
Lock me in. Walk around the sanctuary and pray. Hallelujah. Sometimes in the dark, just walk around the sanctuary and pray. Walk outside in the parking lot with all the gates closed and pray. Hallelujah. Why? Because my heart is here. Nobody's watching me. Nobody's here. It's in the presence of one and one only. In the presence of one and one only. Elder Terry Madeau gets in my way. I tell him to go home, leave me here. No, Pastor, I'm not leaving till you leave. No, go home because there's something I got to do. I'm not leaving till you leave. There are certain assignments that can only be done by the heart. And you are that assignment that I can only do based on my heart toward God and toward you. You are the more. You are, the, you are the reason. You are the reason that God called me to pastor. And you are the reason why I get joy every time I come into this place. Even though 